0: hi y'all welcome back to new and transparent in this episode we are continuing with the life book that we started last week and if you're following along we're uh going into the book of mark now and it's going to be the first chapter and it's going to go into kind of like uh when jesus got baptized and all of that yes yeah, so our plan was originally like to do a series in between but we decided to like change it up that way it could just flow more uh, efficiently and that way like uh, we won't get confused or you guys will not get confused. and you're following love. Yeah. So, uh, I guess we'll give a l- small little recap of what we mentioned in the last episode. And that was basically the beginning, you know, the book of Genesis and everything. And, uh, I remember we left off in the part that, uh, where it's now going to start off in the talking about Jesus and, uh, in page 15 before going into the part that we're going to go in today it says here is the true story of Jesus that forever changed the world and it just may change your life forever and it's because of Jesus our whole life has changed and this is what we're going to read now you know and we are saved because of him and through him and just like Adam and Eve that one bite that changed the whole world Uh, Jesus is that one action that changed our whole story. So now we are going into the life of Jesus, and this is the book of Mark. And in chapter 1, it starts off with John the Baptist prepares the way. Yeah. So you guys didn't know John and Jesus are cousins. Yeah. I was mind blown when I found that out. I was, you know, okay, mind blown when we were in Bible study and Mary, the mother of Jesus, was not yet pregnant, but Elizabeth, the mother of John, was already pregnant with John and they they're like cousins right so they hug each other like ah and then, and then like no baby jumps <laughs> like i did not know that like it jumped so then uh jesus was now in mary's uh uh-huh. oh womb, womb. yeah mm-hmm. so i was really like my I was mindful, like i never knew that until yeah. like like when yeah. i went away, i was like oh. yeah i my whole life i was just like well you know john the baptist yeah but i didn't even know they were a cousin yeah. first of all and that's like it just helps tie everything and you're like oh it makes everything even more special no, yeah you know, they like, were cousins Ooh. that makes sense like Ooh. oh you know like you yeah. just start connecting the dots but yeah so uh like melanie said john uh was a cousin of jesus so john like in the it says in the title he prepares a way you know he was the one that uh was sent to um help spread continue to spread the gospel of Jesus and just continue to tell the people and um so like uh it says like John the Baptist he would baptize people in the name of Jesus so uh and I love this part and it says proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins that's what John would do you know that he um he elaborated and he told people you know you need to repent you need to follow Jesus it is true with the uh you know they said like Jesus is the one and only way and like he continued to just prophesize of the Messiah Jesus and uh baptism is a huge uh signal and it's uh it's uh and I wrote here on the side we get baptized for the forgiveness of sins and for accepting Jesus Christ as our savior That's crazy. Yeah, but being baptized is really important, especially in like a Christian life, you know, baptism, like it's something that is written in the Bible as we're like reading right now. Yeah, and I feel like it's also a huge step of faith of like declaring that he is your savior. And uh, here it says, well, in the Bible, it says too, and it says, After me, he who is mightier than I, the strap of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie, I have baptized you with water. he will baptize you with the holy spirit yes and that is john john uh John saying, and he's like saying like no you know there is a greater person than me i'm just like he is being used by jesus and uh he was giving jesus all the credit he was like i'm like i'm just being used and he is a purpose he is like everything else i'm just baptizing you in water you know yeah he was uh, making the way, as we have been say, like, you know, and it says there, prepares the way. John was just preparing the way for Jesus. So now we go on to the next page, and it's the baptism of Jesus. So just as we said, you know, that being baptized is so important. It's so important that even Jesus got bap- baptized. And uh, Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist. And in the, he was baptized in the Jordan River and um when jesus got baptized there was a spirit descending on him like a dove symbolizing um the holy spirit and just symbolizing that god you know that that uh jesus was sent by god and i just think that's amazing That's yeah. like a beautiful sign that people saw around you know they were like oh everyone saw everyone saw so like when you see that you're like oh my gosh you know you start to think mm-hmm. So I imagine and I would think that people would be like, oh, that's Jesus, Jesus, you know. But um, then we go to the temptation of Jesus. And so here we see that Jesus was also tempted, yet he never fell into temptation. So um, Jesus was in the wilderness for 40 days. And he was being tempted by Satan, and I can't imagine like forty days, like oh, Jesus constantly, right like for me, like you know, like even like one like I don't know one little thought and something I give in, I'm like yeah, you're right, like you know I like um, and Jesus for like not to like give in or anything like that. That's it's, that's I would crazy, not be that like drawing. No, but I wouldn't either. But he is Jesus. Yeah, and it just shows you know like don't fall into temptation and just, like, um, keep, like, you know, pursuing your relationship. In a way, he's, like, identifying with us, too. Mm-hmm. Say how I got baptized, he was, like, showing, uh, I guess you could say, um, leading by example. Yeah. And then he was, like, I was tempted, but I didn't give in. And mm-hmm. you can do the same, you know, like, mm-hmm. he is, um, in a way, identifying with us. And just, like, he didn't have to get, um, he didn't have to get baptized. And he, he could have chosen not to be tempted, you know, he would have, I guess, uh, told God or whatever, like, I don't want to be tempted. But then he chose to be tempted. It was his plan all along. Yeah, it was, like, to form that connection and, and like, him, like, being in human form, like, I went into that, too. And, like, um... Everything, I think it's amazing that everything Jesus does is an example for us, you know, getting baptized, an example, not falling into temptation, an example. His life serves as an example towards how we should truly live in our relationship with God. And, um, you know, you just like see like, oh, yeah, Jesus is my savior. Like, yeah, you know, so now we go to Jesus begins his ministry. And this was after John was arrested. So Jesus came into Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God. And um, he would say, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. Those two words are really important. Repent and gospel. Mm-hmm. Um Yesterday, our pastor was actually mentioning, like, the act of repentance. Like, you have to repent and you have to recognize, like, yeah, I need a Savior. I can't do this by myself. And that's where, like, the baptism comes into place. And that baptism, like, going back to it, it's a symbol of, like, you fully going into faith and knowing, like, I accept Jesus Christ as birth- recognizing. Recognizing, yes. So first i made a connection to first we see john saying repent you know like get baptized you know repent and now it's jesus, jesus. telling you and once jesus te- like says something it, it it's okay yeah. it has there has to be a click i know like i could imagine like john saying and it it's like, like your first warning. yeah uh-huh. exactly that's what it was <laughs> it's like okay repent you're like okay yeah you know i heard it okay no actually it's since the old Testament goes back like repent of your sins and that's like yeah that's okay. like that was like the second warning it was like okay yeah i heard it and then it's john like okay you know i've heard it before okay it must be important just reminding you yeah and then now jesus is like no repent and i was like oh that's when it that's okay. when it should click like uh-huh. yeah I need to do what, you know, Jesus is telling us to do. Yeah. So then we go to Jesus calls the first disciples. And here he was passing along the Sea of Galilee, and he saw Simon and Andrew. And they were brothers, and they were fishing. And I like um, what Jesus tells them. And uh, it says, follow me, and I will make you become fishers of men. They were fishermen, and they became fishers of men. Yes, that's what I love, like, (laughs) oh. Nice, and what's amazing is that they immediately and they immediately left their nets and followed him, like without a doubt they got up and followed Jesus. And I feel like that's very hard for us nowadays to like fully leave everything aside and follow. It's important, yeah. You know, uh, but like I admire uh Simon and Andrew because they were like, yes, let's go, let's go. Yeah, you know, like without they, a doubt, without a doubt, like okay you know you got it <laughs> yeah and you're like you're all right Fishes is with men and like that's that's amazing like that's that's pretty cool and then uh now jesus sees uh james and john and he immediately and immediately he called them and they uh left their father so it just goes back again like you know follow jesus like obedience to obedience even just as a gun okay god would be like do this i can't can't do that what do you mean (laughs) and they're like they just did it they didn't even think about it yeah they're like okay it was like yes yeah Yeah. yes yeah and that's like that's something that we should apply in our lives like when jesus tells you like okay now do this yes okay but it's hard it's hard it's like don't even think about it yeah we have to get to that point it's hard and then we go on and jesus heals a man with an unclean spirit so uh here uh jesus entered the synagogue and he was teaching you know he was like spreading the gospel and he was just like teaching the people and they were uh the people there were astonished at his teaching for he taught them as one who had authority. authority which Jesus is the authority you know Jesus brings authority and we go on and uh like this uh, man that was filled with an unclean spirit, he cries and he's like, what have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? That part, Jesus of Nazareth is important because the demons are recognizing that that is Jesus. The demons are recognizing the power of Jesus, you know. And uh, this unclean uh, man continues to say, have you come to destroy us? I know who you are. that's 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 also important because once again the demons are like i know who you are i know you're the son of god i know what you came to do you know and and it says i know who you are the holy one (laughs) of god it's for me it's crazy that even the demons know like or me in a way the demons recognize and realize who jesus is before a lot of people Mm -hmm. there and that's crazy you know that the, if the demons, like, you know, something that's like unclean and like, um, I'm pure, they recognize God as the, like, Jesus as the Holy One, then like, like, that's like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, like, 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 come on, you know, like, like, for us and for those like not believing, like, get it together. The demons and the devil know about Jesus and they know he is the Holy One of God. So why don't you, you know? And that's how I like, when I was reading that, I was like, Shh, I know, that's, "That's crazy! Powerful. Like, I can't imagine the people in the synagogue. like, oh, 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 oh my gosh, <laughs> you know, like, all my, like, like oh, what is it? Like, what is going on? You know, and like, um, that's like, and it g- going on. It says, and they were all amazed. Like, I think my jaw would drop. Like, <laughs> <they're> like what? <laughs> yeah, literally. And they all question among themselves, saying, "What is this?" a new teaching with authority like they like jesus like i we like you said he just came with authority you know like no like i'm like repent spreading the gospel authority you know everything jesus does is with authority mm-hmm. and he um and the people are like he commands even the unclean spirits and they obey him going back to like the act of disobedience that we mentioned in the last one you know like the demon oh uh, it's just crazy. Like the demons obeyed like the the words of Jesus. Jesus was like, get out. And the demons got out yes. and they got out of that man's body. And at, like after this, at once his fame spread everywhere, people started to talk, you know, like they were like, Oh, did you see Jesus? Yes. Was <laughs> but the demon sent it was like Jesus of Nazareth. Can you believe that? And like I like that's you know, I imagine it like that, like, like this. It, yeah, that's crazy. Like, seeing that, like, and still not believing and I bet that there were a lot of people there who saw it and were like, yeah, sure, whatever. Like, but mm-hmm. like after seeing it, like... That's yeah. crazy. So then we go to Jesus heals many. Like, throughout that, uh, the time that Jesus was here, he healed so many, you know, taught uh, a lot of parables, um, spread the gospel and everything. And, um it it still talks about uh how now here is a mother of simon Mm -hmm. and she had a fever and even like you know like we go to the difference of stories like over here jesus healed a man that was unclean and now he's uh, healing someone that's like um with fever and it just shows to uh say that jesus can do anything there's there's no limitation there's nothing too big nothing to yeah Mm -hmm. so uh jesus was like uh he came and took her by the hand and lifted her up and the fever left her you know like uh here it doesn't say that jesus was like you know get out demons no it's the act of jesus lifting her up grabbing her hand and lifting her up that was enough to heal her you know so anything that jesus does is enough yeah and um and then she began to serve them so i wrote here when jesus would heal people they would tend to serve you know when jesus would heal someone they would tend to like spread the gospel they would tend to be like jesus healed me you know and or they would tend to like serve jesus oh jesus like here's this food you know like they would change their mindset. they would their lives would change because Mm -hmm. of jesus and moving forward, it says, and he healed many who were sick with various disease and cast out many demons. Like we said, like, there is nothing too big or nothing too small that Jesus can't do. And it also says, and he would not permit the demons to speak because they knew him. Going back to, let like, even the demons know. They even, they recognize the power that Jesus held. Yeah, yeah. And then, um... Moving on, it says, Jesus preaches in Galilee. You know, Jesus was preaching everywhere. You know, he was like from one place to another, healing people everywhere and just preaching, just proclaiming what he came here to do. And um, it says, uh, Jesus was saying to them, let us go on to the next town that I may preach there also, for that is why I came out. So, and I wrote, Jesus came to this world, number one. To save us from sin, number two, so that we may know God and that that relationship with God may be restored once again. Like we mentioned in the last um, time that we went over this, Jesus is the ultimate sacrifice, restoring, finally restoring the personal relationship with us and God. Yeah. And then uh, we go on to Jesus cleanses a leper And here, you know, still continuing on with how Jesus still keeps healing, you know, like there is, he's not taking a break, there's no limitations (laughs) for him, you know, like, God baptized, let's go. (laughs) But, um, here, um, people were coming to him from everywhere, you know, people wanted to know Jesus, they wanted to like, who is this Jesus that I keep hearing about, you know, like. He and I imagine like this is my version, like oh, Jesus, this Jesus keeps healing, you know, and I need this in my life. Let me go and look for this Jesus. You know, like that's how I imagine it. And um it it's just like um the news would spread and like people would like like in a way recognize Jesus, you know, they would be like, Oh, there is Jesus. He must be Jesus. Yeah. yeah. So then we move on to Chapter Two. and this is where uh Jesus heals a paralytic uh and uh, I don't, this is a very famous story where, yeah, uh, they make the whole word it, it's one of my favorites it, it's a really, really good story um, and it says how they were everyone everyone was gathered together, and there were no there was no room for anyone in that room and there it was a yeah. like, completely packed. But, um, when there's a will, there's a wave. <laughs> yes <laughs> because they were this I four men, right? Yeah., uh, but I guess before that, like the room was so packed because Jesus was preaching the word to them. Yeah. So that's amazing too that. People really wanted to hear about Jesus that it was packed. It was packed. So it was so packed that they couldn't go in, right? Um, so what they did was that they it was the four men and the, the paralytic man. And they were like, wait, how am I supposed to, like, how are we supposed to go away? Like, we really need this. We really want this. We need to find a way. So they made a hole in the roof. And that's when they, like, brought him in. Mm-hmm. Um, So uh, they made the hole and they came in. And Jesus saw their faith. And when he saw the paralytic in his faith and the faith of the men around him, he was like, son, your sins are forgiven. And that's, that's crazy because I was telling Ashley right now how, he went in expecting to be um healed and he got forgiven. Yeah. and he got his sins are forgiven and yeah and jesus was like you're not only healed but you know what your <laughs> sins are forgiven to point one but that is crazy and like uh i was telling melanie too when we were talking about this i was like yeah jesus always wants more for you like you're like Like, heal me. Okay, I'm going to heal you, but you're also forgiven. You know, there's always more with Jesus. Yeah, and when he did this, a lot of people were like, what the heck? Why is he, like, talking like God? He's like, they were judging God because he was forgiving sins. Yeah, they were judging him uh, because he was like, why does he speak like this? You know, in their minds, in the minds of people, uh, they were like, he can't talk like that. Only God can talk like that. But they didn't know that Jesus was a son of God. God. They didn't comprehend yet, you know. And uh, Jesus tells them, why do you question these things in your hearts?" In your heart. That's, that's crazy. And then he goes on to say, your sins are forgiven. Or to say, rise up, take up your bed and walk. But that you... May know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. Goes back to the authority, authority. of Jesus. You know the authority. Jesus's authority is so powerful that demons cast out by hearing his name. That you are healed when he touches you. That when he says your sins are forgiven, it, it truly mean, means that your sins are forgiven. So he was just like, I say to you, rise, pick up your bed and go home. He was, He didn't even touch him. He was like, raise we can be ready to go home. Go rain up. Uh. We <laughs> <park>. <laughs> right now. Right <laughs> now. Yes, that's, that's crazy. Like, and that's my favorite story too, because going back to their faith, it was not only the faith of the paralytic, but it was the faith of the people around him that helped him receive his blessing as well. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, this story, it's connected a lot to friendships. And I truly like take that mm-hmm. too, because, uh, their friends were like, no, maybe, you know, I don't know. This is my version. Maybe the paralytic was like, oh, well, no, I can't get my blessing anymore. It's too packed. Can't you see? And then the friends might have been like, no, no, no. Like, Jesus is right here. You need to get it. You know, like, you can't miss out. It's like that deal of when you're shopping. I can't miss out. Like, you know, it's they're telling me buy two, get one free. I'm going to buy both of them. You know, and I, I imagine the friends like, no, no, Jesus is right here. How are you going to leave? You know? Mm-hmm. And then I imagine them like, okay let's think let's think and then like got it let's make a hole on the roof bring you down in there let's go and then you know like the like the men like like i don't know like cutting up the the roof and like lowering him down and then they must have been like and i just don't think that the paralytic was like it it changed his life but also the 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 men they were like you know like wow and i just like it just ties i just tie this with friendships and just like the uh how amazing god is like you know like he's just not just gonna heal you he's gonna save you and forgive your sin yes that's so powerful Mm -hmm. so then uh, if you're following along i we're at on the part where it says jesus calls levi so this is the way he went out to the sea beside to see and all the crowd was coming to him. So I imagine God, like Jesus walking and everyone just following him like little ants everywhere. <laughs> and he was teaching them and as he passed by he saw Levi, the son of Alpheus, sitting at the textbook and he said to them, Follow me and he just st- stood up and followed Jesus. Oh that that's crazy. I was telling Ashley right now how he was like, follow me And he was like, Peace yes, sir." Is he just <laughs> followed like Yeah, they would leave everything without a question. That's I was telling Ashley how I was like, I would just, I would like think about it. I'd be like, oh, God me give me like two seconds. Give me two seconds. But no, he just, he just stood up and left. He was like, yes, of course. And you know what? I just remember right now when uh, a pastor in a sermon, he was like being undecisive. Is that a it? Oh, undecisive is like, it is an answer. That <laughs> I like, yeah, imagine. Amazing. We would have to be like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. Not you then. Moving on. Imagine. I know. That would have been crazy. Yeah, that's, crazy. I, I would have been like, oh my, <laughs> oh my god! Wait, I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, no, but crazy. he was like, okay, yeah, for sure. Of course. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's so crazy. And then, right here in the Bible, in the book, it says it's something, like, really impactful. Oh, yeah. Ashley was reading it, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> it says, as he reclined at the table in his house, many texts Collectors and sinners were reclining with Jesus and his disciples. For there were too many who followed him. Yeah. And uh it's crazy that, you know, Jesus, you would imagine Jesus like, oh, I'm so pure, you know, don't but no, instead of uh Jesus like being like, Oh, your sinners don't he was like, No, you know, come, come sit with me. You know, I don't I I came here for you actually, you know, I came here to save you, actually, like, come on, you know. And then I imagine the Pharisees are the ones that always kept questioning Jesus, like like, yes, and that's what it says. You know, uh, when the Pharisees saw that he was eating with sinners and tax collectors, uh, he said to his, uh, said to his disciples, why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? Why? Why is he making himself impure with these sinners? But it wasn't the case. You know, Jesus was proclaiming the gospel to them. Jesus was showing him, them the love, you know. He was like, no, you know, I don't see sinners. I don't see tax collectors. I see children of God. And I see, you know, the souls that can be saved and the souls that can be forgiven. And um, so he uh, then once Jesus heard what the Pharisees were saying, he said to them, those who are well have no need of a physician but those who are sick i came not to call the righteous but sinners that's so powerful that's impactful because it's like if you make yourself so pure as these pharisees then you're not accepting jesus because i didn't come for that like oh, I'm so good version of you. No, I came for the, I'm a sinner, I have failed, I need help version of you. know, And that's what Jesus was saying, just yeah. like they say how he loves the sinner, not the sin. Yes, literally. And um, I wrote on the side, Jesus wants us as we are. You know, he came for us as the person we are, you know. I feel like at times we are like the pharisees who are we see people and we're like oh my god what are they doing What's yeah back? what the heck? i relate that to church a lot I'm especially like, when you're uh been in the church for very long like oh my gosh did you see what she was wearing <gasps> <gasps> oh my gosh, gosh. No, <laughs> yes i i imagine i that i like uh, i was in that place where i would be like oh my god, and then uh jesus is like oh my god I'm so glad you came you know like yes yes come in I'm here and uh something I've always thought is like in any church there are always Pharisees if that makes always, sense you yeah. like there are always people like why are you doing that you know and Jesus is like no you know come as you are you know I came for you actually you know and that's impactful when Jesus is like no I came for you I know and I love how our church has uh, the thing where it says where love transforms lives yes like come as you are he will transform your life it doesn't matter who you are what you are what you're wearing what you did what you're gonna do he's gonna transform your life love God's love is gonna transform your life yeah and nothing else not just God's love like yeah. just pure love that's it I that's so impactful yes and then moving on i had a little trouble understanding this but once melanie and i like talked about it like oh it kind (laughs) of makes sense now uh but it's a question about fasting and this is where john now john's disciples and the pharisees they were fasting right and the people the people came to him and said why do john's disciples and the disciples of the pharisees fast but your disciples don't fast so they were telling jesus like How come you guys don't fast if they do, you know? Yeah. So they were like questioning. And Jesus said to them, Can the waiting guests fast while the bridegroom is with them? As long as they have the bridegroom with them, they cannot fast. The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them and they will fast in that day. No one sews a piece of untrunk cloth of an old garment. If he does, the patch tears away from it. The new from the old and the worst tear is made. And no one puts a new wine into old wineskins. If he does, the wine will burst the skins and the wine will be destroyed. And so are the skins. But the new wine is for fresh wineskins. Which is kind of a... It's a lot. Yeah, when I first read that, I was like, mm, I understand. <laughs> no, I had to wait. wait like, like, what? I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. The wine? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> but it was confusing. But I, I was reading and I was like, mm, I get it. So, So... Um, here we could um it's a uh first hint of his rejection of the people i've I, yeah yeah <laughs> um and we shouldn't we shouldn't accept or reject anything simply because it is old or new jesus jesus came to introduce something new not to patch up something old which is i was like hi <laughs> when i got it i was like but I, i'm it took me a while because i was like what do you say? he's I kept rereading and I was like, I was like, God, I don't know. Tell me. <laughs> no, and it was late. So I was like, I don't know. So right now we were talking about it and we kind of like got it. Yeah. But, uh, okay, I'm trying to think about it. Like, because it was hard <laughs> to even like, I was like, mm. but um, what I was uh, telling Melanie was that, you know, the Pharisees were always like, looking for a way to like point a finger at jesus and by asking him like uh jesus like why aren't your disciples fasting you know like we're doing it why are they you doing it you know like mm-hmm. if you say you're the uh messiah then why aren't you doing it like why and jesus is like you know um uh what Melly just read and um he was like you know that's yeah it says that but now that i am here with them it, it's like changed you know like the old testament was based on when jesus was not on the earth but now it's like here mark is the new testament and now it's like no now i am here with you and things have changed because now i am here with you mm-hmm. you know and i uh it's referring back to the i put here on was like referring back to the old testament you know yes and the old testament is telling you to do certain things but now that jesus Came for us, you know. Now that Jesus came, things change. It's like what we talked about last episode. Yeah, animal sacrifice was required, but now that Jesus came down and he was crucified, that was the ultimate sacrifice. Now that that, that is not required. Yeah. So it's just kind of like how the Pharisees always were looking for something to call Jesus out. They were like, no, but I feel like it's kind of like a jealous sibling. You know how, well, with my siblings, I'll be like, oh, I'm doing this. And then I'll be like, but why is she doing it if I can't do it? You yeah, know, like, trying to get him in trouble in a way. Um, and then we move on to the part where Jesus is the Lord of the Sabbath. So, so Sabbath is like a rest day, right? And it was like, um, what I was telling Melanie was like the Pharisees, even back to the other story uh, about the fasting uh the pharisees were so uh occupied and in their minds it was like religion 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 instead of a relationship and it was like laws 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 and that's how it was in the fasting too it was like the law of fasting the law of is the law of that and Jesus was like no you know instead of like focusing on that focus on my love and here it's another example of how you know jesus like no you know like focus on me i am right here you know like come on and um on the sabbath His disciples, uh, Jesus' disciples began to pluck heads of grain. And the Pharisees, again, the Pharisees Mm. were saying to him, Look, why are they doing what is not lawful on the Sabbath? Look, first, you're not fasting. Now, look, you're doing this on the Sabbath? What else are you going to do? You know, that's my version. And uh, Jesus said to them, have you never read what David did when he was in need and was hungry? And I wrote here, you know, when you're in a need and when, when you, and I was telling me it's like, if you're hungry, and you're like, no, I'm not going to eat. I'm not going to eat because it's the Sabbath day. Gonna- uh, obviously, you know, like you need to eat. So, or I uh, even like going to an extreme, like I'm not going to breathe. I'm not going to breathe because it's Sabbath. No, like. You need to breathe, and it's the same thing. Like, Jesus does not stop working because it's the Sabbath day. Well, it was a re- uh, prioritized religion over relationship, you know. And I love the part, the ending part that says, and he said to them, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. And uh, I, it just came to me right now, you know, how so many things even in church are put like... um Laws and rules that aren't even written in the Bible, they're just put out there because of these unnecessary rules because of the church or because of what people think, but it's not written in the Bible. And it's like, no, that was not made. You know, like Jesus never said that. Yeah. And it was like, no, you're, you're taking it out of context. And instead so of people it, coming in, we're driving people away. Yeah, and that's what the Pharisees were doing. You know, they were like, no. you know. And so, and then this part is, I was like, it says, so the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. You know, it is here saying, you know, God doesn't rest, you know. He still blesses us. He still loves you. Like, you could be like, oh, it was exactly. Friday. Imagine if he took a break and he'd be like, you know, today today is Saturday. I'm not going to do anything. Imagine what would have happened. <laughs> no. no, it'd be rough. Or he'd be like, oh, it's a Friday. Well... Too bad, Ashley. You're not, you know. Too bad. It's Abin again. It, it, I'm sorry. I know. I know you're like dying, but, but it it's Sabbath. It, that does not make sense. Like, you know, like me reading about everything that the Pharisees would do. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, what's wrong? <laughs> like, it's <just> right there. <laughs> I know, but um, it's just crazy. But all of this like needed to happen, and it's just. It was part of the plan. Yeah, and it, this is the be- like this is the start of Jesus' story, and so much has happened, you know, so much has unveiled. But that it was better, and better. Yeah, it does. That was chapter one and two of the life book, uh, and starting with the book of Mark, and that was that was powerful. That was powerful. Yes, so, I love how simple it is to understand it, but like, yeah. it's so powerful how like it's so impactful but so simple to understand yes, it is and uh, so that was it for this episode chapter one and two so we hope you guys liked it <laughs> yes and uh thank you so much for listening we greatly appreciate each and every one of you guys so thanks so much and god bless you